a show where a nerd fits in. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. This is a special episode of The Riley and Kimmy Show. This is a way back Wednesday episode, a rewind episode of a interview we had earlier in 2016 with artist Chad Thomas. The reason we're doing this rewind is Chad is special guest at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con this weekend. You'll be able to see Chad at a couple of locations in Orlando this weekend. First location Chad will be at is Comic Central in Sanford, Florida. He'll be there from 11.30 until 3 in the afternoon. That's 11.30 in the morning until 3 in the afternoon. Comic Central located conveniently right next to I-4 and just moments away, minutes away from downtown Sanford. Chad is there, part of the Orlando Toy and Comic Con pre-party with some other celebrities like Space Ghost, the voice of Space Ghost, that is George Lowe, Tug the Bull Terrier Puppy, who has a comic book called Tug, is there as well. But we're focusing on Chad right now, who will also be at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. He is one of the comic book guests Sunday at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con, which is located real close to Universal Studios. It's out at the Holiday Inn on Kirkman. You can find out more about the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con by visiting their website at orlandotoyandcomiccon.com. So let's go back to a chat we had with Chad. We talk about, well, the things that got him started into the world of comic books. We talk about the drawing process, other nerd things on this episode of the Riley and Gibby Show. Here's our rewind for this Wednesday with Chad Thomas on the Riley and Gibby Show. Welcome to the Riley and Kimmy Show, Chad. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, I'm glad you're here. Now, you're really known for for probably uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles new animated series, or the. I, I hope I got the exact title right there, right? Uh, yeah, I um. Well, I, I started working on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles new animated adventures. There we go. Uh, and it was the um, it was the first like iteration of like the the Nickelodeon comic book or so like there's the Nickelodeon uh, cartoon and then this was an offshoot for that and then they just rebooted it last August and now it's called uh, TMNT Amazing Adventures. There we go. So it's kind of still the same kind of within that universe of the Nickelodeon cartoon and stuff like that but just a little bit a little bit different some uh, stories with their own continuity and stuff like that. Do yeah. You fi- do you find the styles the same? Oh yeah, I mean, I I never had to change the way that I had to draw the characters. I'm pretty much stick to uh, the the style of the show and the kind of the character designs and the storylines that they have. Um, so like the Bebop and Rocksteady that will draw is the one that is from the Nickelodeon cartoon, not the one from that people might know from like the regular IDW comic book or uh, like the movies stuff like that. So it's a little bit different, but it's a lot of fun. Now. Yeah. You have to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan from way back, right? I would assume. I mean, like from the beginning. Honestly, uh, the whole reason I 
do what I do is because of the Ninja Turtles. I'm not, it's not, I'm not even kidding. When I was about seven or eight, uh, when the show came on and they started Archie Comics, started producing this comic. I was a little young for the Mirage comics back then. Um, <laughs> so I started reading the Archie Ninja Turtles comic books and watching cartoons. And I, mean, I was about eight years old and I was like, man, uh, this is what I want to do. I want to draw comic books and I want to draw Ninja Turtle comic books. So, um, I, I mean, I, I do what I do because of the Ninja Turtles to begin with. So it's kind of a dream job. Wow. Yeah. See, that's really cool to hear somebody who's actually done something that, you know, that they, <laughs> that they want to do as a kid and they got to live out that dream. That is way cool. I'm a unique case. Yeah. <laughs> now, so you, you probably just have devoured every bit of the turtles that you, you could, uh, I would assume over time, including the original black and white material where the turtles come uh, from. I went back when I was a little older, I mean, uh, and, and read a lot of the, the Mirage comics. I did not go into them as deeply as I wish I did. I'm kind of, and IDW is releasing like some hardcovers of like collections and stuff like that. So, Bit by bit, when I can find the spare cash, I will pick up one of those books and those hardcovers to, to kind of devour like a lot of the old content and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of like the new, uh, more adult-oriented uh, IDW TMNT book they're doing right now, too, which is incredible. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. No, yeah. I, I would think, you know, with and not trying to I'm not trying to downplay what you're doing, but I think what you are doing uh, art wise and for that book is so important because it's opening the younger readers uh, into the world, which I think a lot of comic book companies are kind of shying away from, it seems like. You know, when I, I, I was kind of very, uh, what I want to do is all ages books. So when I uh, emailed my editor, and I, I mean, I just kind of emailed Bobby and I said, hey, you know, I really love Turtles. Um, I'm an all ages guy. I worked on with Archie Comics for Mega Man, a book called Young Salem, Sabrina. So all the stuff that he do is is mainly very cartoony, but kind of let him know, like, I love Turtles. I would just love to do a cover for, for the book, just to say that I got to draw the Ninja Turtles. Um, and he was like, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, shoot me a few character designs, and we'll, you know, just make sure that we're on style, on point. And I sent him those, refine them a little bit, and after uh, he said, cool, hey, actually, do you want to do the whole issue? And I was like, yes. And then it just kind of continued there and I kind of kept nudging him saying, Hey, I, I want to keep doing this. Like I really want to do more. And so when they rebooted the book, uh, they had me on as the main guy. So now we're up to issue nine. I'll, I'll be drawing that pretty soon. Uh, and I, I love it. I love it. But yeah, no, but the all ages stuff is what I want to do. I didn't want to draw the regular turtles comic. I wanted to draw the one for kids. I want to draw the one that anybody could pick up and read. But, um, so yeah. That was that was what I wanted to do, so I get to do it. That's that, awesome. is, that is that is that is way cool. <laughs> do you do you see that world an exception? What you're doing, I mean, compared to and I don't want I'm not bashing the other big two guys. It, it's kind of rare, isn't it, that this kind of an animal is existing in today's age? Do you they think? have. Um, they do have some all ages books that they put out, but Marvel and DC don't put anything out nearly as uh, as inclusive as stuff like Boom does great kids' books, IEW does great kids' books, Archie does amazing kids' books. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm probably going to forget a few right now, but off the top of my head, those are the three that when you look in the um, on a, like a kid's shelf, you'll see those really filling up the, the spaces, and they do some amazing work. But that's kind of where I want to be, and that's what my style fits into is that kind of stuff. Um, but, but, 
you know, I wish that Marvel and DC did some more cartoon, but they do some really fun books too. There's some all ages books that they do, but uh, I think you'll find them real creative stuff uh, from some of the previous companies. Okay. So, Cause I'm, I'm really familiar with art Baltazar, which you probably know with uh, tiny Titans oh, and stuff. Absolutely. And he, he's to me like a rare in you, you know, with his rarities, you know, uh, that I, I wish there was more of because I'm trying to get younger people and to read comic books. He's just got that dream gig with uh, Tiny Titans and everything like that. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Those are just awesome little books. So, yeah, I I love his stuff. Um, I wish that they did more of that kind of thing. I know um, they did a, a long time ago. They did like a Supergirl in middle school book. Right. Um, I know uh, there's an artist named Mike Mayhack. And every now and then he'll do like a super Supergirl, Batgirl like a page, like for like a holiday or like an event and they're all, they're adorable. They're so much fun. And you see like how fun these characters could be in an all ages format. And it's, it's kind of like, ah, it's a little frustrating that I want to see people like Mike on, uh, on books like that. And, but yeah, but no, (laughs) you don't get him as much anymore. Now, now, if I remember reading a little bit about you, your background of uh, jobs that you had, you worked in a comic book store, didn't you? Uh, yeah, it was in Michigan. I'm pretty sure it's closed now. Oh, so, no. yeah, it was a small. Oh, yeah, it was a small store. It was mostly a um, a like a record store okay. that also had some comics and a lot of back issues. Uh, but it was mostly like a place that he did most of his business, eBay, and he would uh, eBay all his records, and I would go in and I would shelve the comics for the week, and then I'd pack up a whole bunch of eBay packages, send them off, and didn't just sit at the counter and read comics, which is well, pretty nice. Well, that's probably the nice part of the gig. Well, see, I was going to ask <laughs> I you. Was, well, see, I think I, I was the only person in that town who was coming into the shop for oh, no. comics. So I think he was kind of like, uh, well, hey, you can why don't you work the front counter? <laughs> <laughs> and you can sell some records and stuff like that, and then uh, I'll pay you in comics. So I was okay. like, all right, sure, let's do it. <laughs> well, see, I, I was wondering, once you became published with, like, the Turtles or, or one of the others, did you go back to the comic book store? That was the no. kind of thing. Oh. No, I, no that, that one closed. I don't, even, I don't even think I remember the name of it. Oh, boy. It so ago. Yeah, I was, I mean, 15 years ago. Um, so, no, that one closed, but there was a shop in Kalamazoo, that I really love. Um, it's called Fanfare, uh, and I would go there quite a bit to to kind of. I mean, I would just kind of bring pads of paper and sit up with a friend or two, and we just kind of draw and talk to the owner and just kind of hang out. And it's pretty awesome. So yeah. Kalamazoo. Okay, so you you hung around uh, Battle <laughs> Creek too and places like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I know that area well because I almost worked there many times. <laughs> oh really? Oh sure. Uh, Benton Harbor. Uh, Battle Creek, uh, even Flint, uh, you know, various areas. Lived in Marshall, Marshall, Michigan, which okay. is just uh, east of Battle Creek. I don't know. I'm probably going to get that wrong. Um, so, yeah, that's where I, I kind of grew up a little bit around there. Okay. So, yeah. And then that's where the drawing bug was kicking in, right? Uh, no, I, I kind of moved around a ton. I've been everywhere. My dad was uh, in the Air Force, so we kind of uh. bounced around and stuff like that. So, I, I think my last two years of uh, high school or in Marshall. But the drawing book bit me when I was in, um, gosh, when I was real young. I mean, I started doing it when I was like three. So it just it oh, was wow. something I just picked up and did. Like I never, before that, like I never just um, 
It wasn't something I decided to do when I saw Ninja Turtles. I was already really interested in, in art and drawing, and I was lucky to have parents who really pushed it and encouraged it. Um, and so it was kind of when I saw Turtles, I was like, oh, I can do that. Like, I can do fun stuff like Ninja Turtles. That's what I want to do. Wow. Yeah. So did, did they try, I mean, I'm not trying to bash the schools or anything. Did they try to stop what you were going that route and try to no, get you into no. fine art or something? I've really been lucky. I've had really good teachers and really good wow. uh, mentors. Um, I had a, a teacher, my eighth grade art teacher uh, was an incredible guy who I would go in at lunch sometimes. And we had like a, this gigantic poster board and we would draw, just make up ridiculous superheroes. And so he would kind of encourage cartooning in that. And I did have teachers in high school, uh, in high school who didn't discourage me from what I wanted to do, but encouraged me to, to look at other mediums, to try different things, to, to expand myself as an artist, not to say don't do cartoons, but to say, well, like just, You've got to grow in other ways other than just drawing Spider-Man over and over and over. Um, so try these things. And then when I went to Michigan, I, I had a, a who, um, who was very encouraging and kind of like I had like senior like solo classes where he'd let me do like comic pages and let me go do some life drawing and let me just do some different things. So I was I've always been lucky to have people who really pushed me in the direction that I wanted to go. Um, yeah, nobody's ever really said no. Don't do that. <laughs> now, pretty lucky. I noticed yeah. you, you bring up the word cartoon. Do you see yourself as a cartoonist or illustrator, or where, where are I see you? Myself as, I see myself as a cartoonist. Um, I don't. I, I don't. I'm, I don't know if there might be people who might feel like a distinction should be made, or one is lesser than the other. I. I just like cartoons. I think I'm a cartoonist. I think my style is is more cartoony. Um, uh, so I just think it kind of fits me more than illustrator. I do say like I, you know, I'm, I'm an illustrator to some people, or I illustrate this or that. But no, I cartoonist. I like cartoonists. <laughs> now, now, you've worked, now you've worked in children's books too, right? A little bit. Um, yeah, I did a book with uh, my best buddy Chris Schweitzer, who does a series called um, uh, The Krogan Adventures for Oni Press, uh, and he's also writing and drawing another series. Um, uh, called The Creeps for, I'm going to forget the name of the company. It's called The Creeps. It's awesome. You should please, so anybody's listening, check it out. He wrote the books that I worked on. They were called Tricky Journeys. And they were like uh, trickster tales from uh, like around the world. Um, so like Coyote, it was like Native American lore and monkey and uh, Chinese lore. Um, and so they're choose your own adventure books that are kind of a mix of comics and prose. So it's a really, they're great reads for young readers who are kind of like, oh, I don't really love to read, but I really kind of like comics. So you'll read a comics page and then it'll give you a choice and then you go and you actually have to read like a few paragraphs Then the next page will be a comics page and then you can choose. And so you can read it over and over. So it's kind of helping develop some, some reading skills and they were really fun. They were, one of the things I think I worked on was so fast because they were so much fun. Wow. So some funny books. So, yeah, um, those are two, and I loved it. Those are great. Now, I, I noticed the drawing board behind you. Are you traditional uh, in, um, in your drawing? I, kind of, I, I, do, I, I do usually draw uh, pencil and ink. I've started to make a switch. There's a big glow on this side. I'm sure you can see. 
uh, it's, uh, it's I, I, I've been starting to pencil digitally more, but I prefer to do my inks um, with with a brush pen and um, markers and pens and stuff like that. So I like having uh, hands-on pages that I can sell to people or that I can give to friends or family. Um, and I also like to just I just prefer it. So, but I'm starting to. I can. I've kind of felt the shift in some some things I'm doing a little bit more digitally. Some things I'm doing still traditionally. It always depends on the job too. If it's a really quick one, sometimes I'm like I'll just throw it together on the computer and send it off. Um, but turtles, I've been penciling digitally and then inking recently. Now, yeah. are are they running a tight movie type script on you when you're you're doing the turtles, or do you have some leeway freedom? No, um, well, I, I don't script them. Um, I've had uh, been lucky to have a lot of great writers. Um, Matthew Manning, uh, Landry Walker, uh, Peter DeSico, who actually works for Turtles on the cartoon, uh, and Ian Flynn, who uh, writes the Sonic comics uh, for Archie Comics and wrote Mega Man. Um, so he's kind of an old and wrote Young Salem for me when I did it. Um, so I got to work with all of them. So they're the ones who have to go through all the script approval and process. Uh, but once it's to me, um, I don't really get many notes anymore. I got a lot early on when I was kind of starting out and finding my way with the designs and figuring out kind of like what they liked. And, um, and now I don't really get much. So if I do, it's, it's very, very minor and just something I can change on pretty quick. Wow. But yeah. Not so. It's been it's been great. So pretty hands off. Nickelodeon's been wonderful to work for. I, I know a lot of people who work on licensed books are like, oh man, licensed books they can be a pain, and that hasn't been the case for me. If if anything, the only time that it's a little frustrating is because they're busy on their end, so they haven't got me approval for thumbnails yet because they are so busy getting the cartoon, and then then they have to look at some of the rough stuff they do, and they, then they go, okay, yeah, that's fine, keep going. Wow. So that's the only thing that is remotely frustrating. And even that nowadays, I usually just send it off and keep working because they never have changes. So I just go ahead and do it anyway. Wow. How far in advance are you working before it's, we see it on the uh, shelves? Not as far as I'd like. Um, uh, you know, we, we're trying to work ahead, trying to work a little bit faster, but I'm always, it's hard to say no to some extra jobs that come through the door. So um, it doesn't slow me down per se, but it doesn't help me speed up and get ahead. Um, but this next two months should be interesting because I've kind of doubled up on the turtle work. So um, I have there's a, an extra book that they put on top of the next two that I'm going to work on, which is about the same length. So I've got to do a lot in the next two months. So uh -oh. it should be interesting. So by the time you come, interesting. So by the time you come to Orlando, all what you're doing right now will probably be out um, and about. No, well, so I just finished issue eight, and that. Mm, nope. Issue eight will come out in March. Okay. So I don't know what time what, or when that issue will come out in March, but that's when that will come out. Um, so seven will be out in February, and I did a cover for that. It's like a Valentine's Day uh, cover with, like, Mikey, and he's kind of, like, saying, like, I love pizza. And it's like you can cut it out like, it's like, like a Valentine's Day card to give to somebody. Uh, and then um, – uh, issue eight will be in March, and then I don't have the script for nine yet. So if that gives you kind of an indication of where wow. we're working on issue nine, kind of towards the end of this month, beginning of February, and that'll come out in April. Yeah. 
So it's kind of a, it's about a month and a half ahead of when it would come out. Um, I know Bobby and would probably like it a little bit earlier. I I would like a little bit earlier to try to give myself a little bit of a buffer, but um, uh, it hasn't been a problem yet. So we're we're doing okay. Yeah. Can you, I mean, I know time doesn't allow this probably, like maybe you would want it, but can you actually look at comic books or even cartoons or animation without, and enjoy it, or do you look at it and start analyzing how it was put together, if that makes any sense? I, I, I read and watch far too many cartoons and comics and, and enjoy it. I mean, like I can have an appreciate, I think I, I don't think I pick things apart. I think I pick story apart more than I do art. Um, so I think when I watch a story and it just feels a little thrown together, or feel, that that's the part that I get a little nitpicky about. But um, in terms of the art stuff, like I just love to devour it, and and hopefully it doesn't depress me, and make me feel like, oh my gosh, that guy's 25 and he's doing incredible work. Oh my gosh, he's so much younger than me. Um, no, I I don't really. I just love to, to kind of consume it. I don't like to pick it apart. Like I said, story stuff, I might get a little, like, eh, it'd probably be something different here. I've done this differently or written this differently. That's where I get a little kind of snooty. Now, do you, now, I, what I, because I'm the artist who never was, I tried, you know, I, but my skills just weren't, I, I eventually realized that and accepted that, you know, that. Yeah, no, I, I'm the worst artist on planet earth. You've met him right here. Okay. I don't know. No, 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 I, I am. Trust me. You, you met him. <laughs> and, what, what I'm wondering is what I was always told by mentors or teachers or something, you know, keep doing it every single day. Are you still, when you, when it's not a job, do you find yourself still sketching or just drawing uh, something not, that's not turtles? Not nearly as much as I wish I did. Um, I, you know, my day is filled with so much work. I mean, it does, I mean, they say that because, I mean, it really does become a job. Um, when you're doing it, I mean, my, uh, you know, I've had, talks and stuff before with people and they're like, man, do you really even enjoy it? You don't seem like you're enjoying it. I'm like, well, I mean, do you enjoy going to your job every day? And they're like, well, no. I'm like, well, that's kind of what it's like. Like, I love what I do, but there are days where I'm like, it's a job and I wish I spent more time drawing for me and I mm. don't. And that's, and that's shame on me. Like, I'll, I'll be the first to cop to that and admit that I don't do it as much as I should. And I can throw out tons of excuses and they still wouldn't really fly. I don't think they <laughs> No. I should do it more, um, but I mean, I do warm ups in the morning before I start. But um, you know, but I, I kind of pack my my days with uh, so many different little projects and things like that that it's hard to find that time to just kind of do create a character, or do art, or just play around sketching as which as much as I wish I did. I need to be better about it. Wow. So there's a. 2016 resolution for you. Well, that's really cool. You're admitting it because yeah, I think I know so, some people are friends. They go, oh yeah, I, I do it every day. Uh, you know, even when I go to the bathroom, I'm sketching. <laughs> no way. I, I mean, I wish I was better at it. I'll, I mean, but I'm I'm not as dedicated as I wish I was. Because at the end of the day, you know, I want to go have dinner with my family. I want to sit down on the couch and just veg for a minute, and then I want to go to bed. So you know, finding that time, making that time, it's it takes dedication, and it's something. I mean, I uh, you know, when you're drawing all day, it does get harder to go ahead and just do that. Um, again, it's not an excuse. You should do it every day, and for anybody who wants to be an artist and is really striving to to break into the business, or whether it be in animation or comics or graphic design or any type of illustration or art, 
you really should be doing it every day. Um, sketching, drawing, practicing, you know, so it's... Do, do you get, like when you do the uh, ConjureCon coming up in Orlando, do you yeah. get people coming up to you with portfolios? Is that something still done to this day? Um, occasionally, uh, you know, I feel a little bit better about talking to people about them nowadays. Um, I remember when I was starting out, you know, back in like 2005, and people would bring a portfolio my way and I'd be like, why are you having me look at this? I'm just behind the table. I just, you know, paid a hundred bucks to sit behind a table. I'm barely professional. Um, but I, I like looking over people's stuff and, and seeing what they're doing. Um, you know, I, I give what critique and what advice I can. Um, but yeah, occasionally somebody will drop by and, and ask me to kind of look over some stuff. It's not, you know, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I didn't know. How, you know, I, I, I've met some who will say, well, I will never, critique or offer advice you know art is they 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 don't feel comfortable doing that and i and but i grew up with well, in my you know, in my field i had mentors who i reached out if, to if i feel like people who are people who are who are bringing a portfolio to a con and putting it in front of somebody to critique it takes it takes a bit of balls i mean that was kind of a nerve-wracking thing for me to do when i was in college is to bring some of my work and put it in front of an artist or, or somebody and have them just completely tell me that it was garbage. And there were plenty of people who did that. Really? I was, oh yeah. I mean, you know, that, it made, they were probably not as harsh saying it was garbage, but there were plenty of people who I put it in front of them and they'd be like, all right, well, this and this and this, you know, you're probably, you're, you need to work on a lot of your figures. You need to work on a lot of your, your backgrounds are terrible. You need to work on drawing women more. You need to do this. And, you know, so, I mean, those are always helpful conversations. And so if you can go, if you're putting it in front of somebody, you already have a little bit of balls to do it. Now, um, whether or not you're going to be able to take that critique and that advice and kind of and put it into your art, and then that's up to them. You know, they can be huffy about it and go, you know, post online or go sulk, or they can use it to drive them and be better. So, yeah. Do you, do you see for yeah. compared to when you were starting, like you were saying, what was it, 05 at the tables and stuff like that at the cons, with 20, uh, 2005 roughly? Um, I would say, you know, let's say Facebook's bigger now and Instagram's out there now and other things. Is, is that a way for the newbies to get discovered is, is using yeah. the social media? I am. If there's one thing that I am insanely jealous of for people who are able to cultivate and maintain a good social media presence. That's something that's very important uh, nowadays. I think I'm lucky enough that I kind of got my foot in the door before it was a very, very valuable thing. Um, it's very, it's, I am, I am pretty bad at it. Um, I don't post nearly enough. I don't share nearly enough of uh, kind of what I'm working on and I should a whole lot more. Um, uh, but it's, I, I think it's a very valuable tool to kind of get your stuff out there to, to find an audience for you. And then you can bring, uh, you're also you're practicing every day, so you're putting new stuff up. So when you're bringing your stuff to an editor or other creators or trying to pitch something, you're like, this is what I do. This is what it looks like. This is the audience that I can bring in. Um, you know, and so that social media presence is very valuable nowadays. Absolutely. So... If, if let's just say, I, whether it's DC, Marvel, or whomever, if somebody came to you and said, you can draw whatever you want right now, and we'll publish it, 
what would be the one character you have not drawn, you know, that has been published that you would actually just jump at and say, I want to do blank. One character. Or it could be characters, you know. That'd be tough. Uh, you know, I would really like to just draw Spider-Man once. Wow. I could just draw like a little, it could be a comic strip. It wouldn't have to be anything. But to be able to say I got to draw Spider-Man, that would be pretty awesome. Oh, so we should tell Alex Saviak that you, you're going to take over <laughs> his, his gig, right? <laughs> I would. That would be a fun, uh, That that's a character that I would like to be able to to have a hand in it at some point. Turtles probably would have been my first answer, but I, I've gotten to do that for, right. for the past two years. So I'm, you know, I want to keep going. I'm yeah. not stopping, but, uh, but yeah. So I, I wasn't I wanting you to stop the turtles. I was just curious if there was somebody yeah. else out there that, you know, that, just to see what your interest is, you know, uh, that, that would yeah. be uh, playful. Spider-Man. Well, Chad, I'm going to let you get back because I know that drawing board right there is calling you right behind you. I know it's saying, it's saying Chad, come back here, draw, draw. <laughs> I, I know you got some uh, you got some things that you got to get uh, done, and I deeply appreciate you spending the time with us and being on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to talk to you. It was great having Chad on the Riley and Kimmy Show. That was our Rewind A interview we had with Chad earlier in 2016. That's when we had that. You can... Visit and meet Chad at Comic Central in Sanford, Florida. That's coming up Saturday, this Saturday, January 28th. He'll be there starting at 11.30 in the morning until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. He will be signing, so bring your books. Also, he is sketching. Meet Chad Thomas this Saturday at Comic Central for the Orlando Toy and Comic Con pre-party. And Chad will be at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. That is Sunday, January 29th. VIPs get in at 9 o'clock. General admission is 10 o'clock. And you can find out more by visiting the Orlando Toy and Comic Con website at orlandotoyandcomiccon.com. If you enjoyed that, please check out the Riley and Kimmy Show for archived podcasts, interviews, old-time radio shows, videos, and photos, all available at rileyandkimmy.com. We're asking for your help right now. The Spacey Awards are looking for the best podcast. You can place your vote for best podcast. And we hope it's the Riley and Kimmy show. You can vote for us by going to our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. And our Facebook page. We have a link to that uh, voting process. And remember, it's more than just liking our Facebook page that will get a vote. You have to actually click on... The little bubble. Yes, for our name. Mm -hmm. That's the Riley and Kimmy Show. Please vote for us. We would like to thank you in advance for doing so. And we ask just one thing. Please share that with at least two people who will vote and ask them to pass it on to two more who will vote for us as well. That's the Spacey Awards. And you can find out more how to vote right on our website and our Facebook page. Link to our Facebook page is available right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. The Riley and Kimmy Show.